Hello and welcome to Game and Watch with Aaron and James, the show where we talk about games we've been gaming and movies and TV shows we've been watching. I'm Aaron. And I'm James. And today we are hosting this show's very first video game fantasy draft. In particular, Yay. we will be drafting our favorite video games from the year 1997. And to do that, we have two returning guests, our first returning guests, and two of you. Yes. Well, David well Jason, explained. thank you very much for coming back. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Honored to get the invite and the nod. Um, yeah. For anyone who didn't listen to the their episodes, go back and do it. Uh, Dave was the guest on our Kingdom Hearts episode, and Jason was the guest on our uh, Hollow Knight episode. And uh, both episodes were quite long, as I remember, because there's a lot to talk about both of those games. And boy, did we. So thank you both for doing that. And thank you again for being here now. The fact that you did Kingdom Hearts and not a 12 part series is really (laughs) impressive to me. We we were really efficient. Also tired. You tend to move faster when there's not a whole lot to talk about. Yeah, when it's just the first game. If we went into the other ones. Oh, very true. Distance. Every yeah. time you hear heart, light, or friendship, you just die a little inside. So we really wanted to wrap up the first game pretty quick. That yeah. sounds like a drinking game to me. Yeah. Oh no. So you so would, I. No, so go ahead. Oh, you'd pass out so quickly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, or we could I, just drop acid every time that one of those things appears, and then that would be quite an experience for you no that's that's how you freak out and you lose your mind and yeah every day after that is an acid flashback you would Um, just be living in the halloween town traverse town constantly honestly (laughs) if i had to pick one of those levels to stay in for all eternity i that i would pick that one over a lot of the other ones like that's probably true miranda started playing uh the other weekend um and is in like the alice in wonderland i was like man the, the the music in this one not a lot of variation. No. Actually, there's not a lot of variation in any of the levels, really. It stands out in that one, though. The Are do, we do, doing do, a do, part do, two here for Kingdom Hearts? Yeah, you're right. We're getting... This is a big tangent, but it's an important one. So, yeah. So, this was really tough because I was trying to pick the right year to do it. And we're all basically the same age. And clearly, we were going to be picking a year that has... A lot of great games that we all played when we were growing up and around that same age. But it was it was tough to pick a first one because I, there were a lot of great years in you know the late 90s, especially. And I mean, you could pretty much do any year between like, I don't know, mid to late 90s and then now. But I wanted to do an older year and I wanted to do a year where there were a lot of games, but not necessarily so many that every one of us was going to get a team, a fantasy team full of like our absolute favorites now maybe that'll happen for you guys today probably won't happen for me but that's okay um because i mean i played every game that i have is a potential pick and a one especially once i hope i get i played all of them but as we were kind of as we all were messaging about this before like me and each of you like individually and stuff like i thought there were more game boy games that came out this year but apparently not so we had to Slam forego, uh, yeah. yeah. So we were originally going to have that be a category, uh, not anymore. 
There's a few diamonds in the rough, guys. Come on. I, yeah. I mean, I, I do hope that one of you says something that I just completely missed. But I don't I feel like I <clears throat> it was scorched earth. But <laughs> so who who were all of you in 1997? Like Aaron, what was little Aaron doing in 1997? What what consoles was he was he playing? Oh, boy, I would have been what, nine, maybe eight, nine. Uh, I definitely had Game Boy Color. I was playing Link's Awakening DX for sure. Pokemon wouldn't come oh, out yeah. until 98. So I wasn't on Pokemon yet. I was reading Goosebumps like a maniac. Um, what else was I doing? What do most nice, nine-year-olds nice. do? I was afraid of my third grade teacher. Um, she was really scary during math class. <laughs> uh, what else? I don't Is that going to come back? Is that going to be relevant to any of your picks? Any uh, spite picks uh, against your third grade teacher? No, it's not. But uh, my favorite part mm. about this era in general, and I'm sure you guys will agree, is just getting or picking random games and discovering like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Because you're so young, you don't have the context or the the knowledge uh-huh. that you gain as you grow older about games. So there's one on my list, uh, hopefully that I get in this pick that I just picked up and like still play it to this day uh, whenever I'm just kind of bored picking around for a game. So um, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited to find out what that is. It's just yeah, it's a it's I hope fun. you get it. I hope yeah. so, too. And God help you if you guys don't let me. Um <laughs> But yeah, I really do. I hope to see us go at each other's throats with this. I hope. Yeah. So. I mean, as long as it's not me who gets screwed. No. <laughs> yeah, you're no. gonna be the biggest screwed on all of this. Dave and Jason and me will be like, "Oh, it's okay. I have other picks," and you're gonna be over there shaking <laughs> like, your fists no. at God, pulling your hair out. Yeah. Truly, it's just there's just one. There's just one that I want so desperately. I think Jason knows exactly which I one know it, what is. it is. <laughs> Um, but in general, I, I, I think one before you just no. to make you sweat. <laughs> oh my god, that would stress me out so much. I yeah. think what I like about that age uh is that you're just such an impressionable mind, especially as a gamer. So that's where I was. I was definitely impressionable uh with my gaming tastes. How about you, Jason? Were you impressionable? Impressionable. I think I was like that was probably squarely in my Super Nintendo era. I was probably Super Nintendo from like age six to twelve mostly, and I can't remember exactly when N sixty four came out, but I think we got it a little bit later. It was it was it probably came out like earlier in the year, and then we got it for Christmas or I think something. It was late ninety six, like Christmas season ninety six. So this is like the first like full year after the Nintendo sixty four's release in the U S. Yeah, and I, I'm pretty sure that I probably would have gotten it like the following Christmas. We definitely didn't get it right when it came out because I I have a distinct memory of of like a family friend bringing their console over, and I was like, wow, it's like 3D and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you know, blue blue my you know watching. It, I mean, all of us had the experience of seeing Mario 64 for the first time. Oh yeah, and mm-hmm. it just like after playing as a as a child mario 3 mario 3 was probably my mario that i played the most on the nes um but yeah i was probably deep in in super nintendo games so like illusion of gaia some rpgs i didn't quite make my way to final fantasy until uh final fantasy 7 i would say uh but outside of the gaming world i was like a voracious reader unsurprisingly as yeah. someone who's doing a, a phd in literature right now uh <laughs> yeah. just reading up a storm books left and right uh back then like animorphs 
Yes. The Hobbit, oh, The Hobbit, yeah, Tolkien, C.S. Lewis, like fantasy was big. But I would pick up like anything, anything and everything. I was reading the mystery stuff. Reading, Kafka you know. at third grade, <laughs> Metamorphosis. Not cool. Yeah, you know, almost. Um, I, I mean, I probably I was, you know, doing some of the heavy literary hitters as well <laughs> in time. But yeah, that came a bit later. Yeah. So that's me. That's me reading video games, enjoying life as a nine-year-old. <laughs> How about you, Dave? So for me, video game-wise, my family, we didn't get an N64. It was I think it was 98 or 99 was when we got it. And I didn't get a Game Boy until 98. So I had a Sega Genesis in 97. Ooh. But when I was doing research, there weren't a lot of games that came out on the Genesis in 97 that are worth mentioning. So don't have any of those on my list, but I still would play the N64 at friends' houses. So I would go yeah. over, do the whole sleepover thing, and just use them for their N64. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. But besides that, I just... I. I can't even remember what I did back then. Like I, I drew a lot as a kid, but, and I would play outside a lot. That's all that I remember really. Mm. But the two things soon... that kids no longer do. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Draw and play outside. <clears throat> yeah. I, so, uh, I was in a similar situation. So I, the, the only, truth be told, the only games of these like on my list that I played that this actual year were, well, I mean, at friends' houses, but like the only ones I own were like the PC and Game Boy games I I thought of for this. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I did I so I didn't I never owned a PS One, um, mm-hmm. and I didn't own an N sixty four until later. And so same as David, like you know, I played at friends' houses, and mm-hmm. but like I was my parents would not get me a Nintendo sixty four, and so what I did uh, I also drew a lot I took my Game Boy box, my original Game Boy box, and I turned it into a Nintendo 64. I put a slot in and I'd made, I took, would take cardboard and I would make cartridges and I would take like printer paper and I would draw screenshots from the games that I would go to my friend's houses and play and I'd pretend to play them. (laughs) That's incredible. Uh, Yeah. And then it did not get really, my parents were like, wow, what an imagination. Let's definitely not ruin that by getting him a Nintendo 64. (laughs) Yeah, you screwed you, you screwed yourself there. Jim. I know, I did. I really did. Uh, so, I mean, yeah. And then outside of video games, I mean, I, I mean, I. Well, in addition to the ones I was playing, I was actually watching my dad play a lot of games too. I mean, I think this was mentioned probably a year after my dad was playing. I'd be watching play King's Quest Five on PC and Mist on PC, and I was probably playing both of those games myself at this point. Um, I, I played a lot of. Uh, they're, what were those? They're like Math Blaster and Jumpstart, like those games. Oh yeah, oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Number Munchers. Yes, a lot of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was definitely reading basically everything you guys said, like Animorphs, Goosebumps, The Hobbit. Uh, I might, I think my dad might have been trying to like read the actual Lord of the Rings series to me at this point. I don't know if I was, I'd read it yet. I think I read it years later. But The Hobbit definitely was reading. Yeah, and. I found that, I mean, so yeah, truth be told, I did not play most of the games in the year 1997, most of the games that we'll be picking, but that's fine. That's not the point of the game. Right. What is what is the point of the game? And this is what we're going to be doing. So 
to anyone listening, I mean, you guys know now, who is not familiar with fantasy drafting, especially snake draft format of fantasy drafting, is we are going to be drafting a team of video games, essentially. And then it's more just kind of like you draft to have the ones you want. You draft to be competitive. You can draft for whatever reason you want. There will be maybe there will be some some treachery, some you know, tears, no cheating, no, but tears. <laughs> yeah, tears, maybe. Um, and so each of us has a team of five games that we get to pick. Um, these are the slots. We have a Nintendo 64 game, a PlayStation 1 game, a PC game, and two wild card slots. The wild card can be anything. It could be a Nintendo 64, PS1, PC, Game Boy, Super Nintendo, Genesis, Sega Saturn, what have you. It could be any of those. Wonder you, Swan Geo. I don't think it can be... Uh, tamagotchi i don't even know if those are out yet but so just <laughs> oh those, they were those don't count sorry if anyone forgot didn't think i need to put God that, damn it, that was my top pick <laughs> yeah none of those none of those tiger games where it's yeah like, neopard oh. pets or whatever that i killed yeah oh yeah no yeah, none of the tiger games don't no, you can't not like the aladdin version yeah. of like the yeah yeah no uh no those do not count um but, but so again and we, you can fill those slots in any order. It's totally strategic. If you have a game that you want the most, take that first, no matter what category it's in. I mean, if you want to try to leverage your wild card slots for a strategic advantage, go ahead and do it. I was telling Aaron before we started recording, I never go into fantasy drafts with like a fully formed strategy like I know a lot of my friends yeah. do. I just have to improvise a lot. And sometimes that really screws me over. So hopefully I won't do that today. Um, but yeah, so we'll be doing snake draft. And in a second, I've got our names in a random uh, list randomizer. I'm going to randomize it to determine the draft order and again, snake draft format. So, um, you know, person A is the first pick. Person B is the second pick. Person C is the third pick. Person D has a fourth pick. It will go A, B, C, D, D, C, B, A, A, B, and so on and so forth until all of our slots are filled. I now regret that phrase. Uh, now let's fill our slots, everybody. <laughs> and with that, does anyone have anything? Anyone have any uh, any stray thoughts before we get started? I just I feel like this is either going to be really easy and it's going to all just fall into place, or we're going to it's going to be a struggle. <laughs> yeah, this is a this is an experiment. I mean, we we hope this goes well. Uh, you know, the less tears, the better. Uh, then we'll do it again. Uh, and we'd love to have you guys back on. Uh, I'm saying that now. So you can hold me to it. We haven't started. So if you backstab me, I still have to have you back. <laughs> All right. So we've got it. Let's randomize. Dave will have the first All right. pick. All right. Aaron All right. will have the second pick. I will have the third pick. And Jason will have the fourth pick. This is, I'm sitting in prime position right here. That's my deal. I, oh. I, I bet you're happy with it. I'm, I'm glad that you're happy with it. All right. I will keep that up i will uh have our um picks in the the google doc that i made in case anyone needs uh them kept track of uh so yeah dave whenever you're I, ready take it I've away got, i've got one important before we start one yeah. important logistical question yes please final fantasy 7 does that count as a pc game it should. It does, but it didn't come. I don't think it came out on PC this year. It didn't come out on year. PC yet. No. That's right. Oh, Correct. Yeah. Right. Final Fantasy so, Seven. So yeah, and I'm, well, I'm glad you said that because I forgot to mention that we are drafting games that were re that have release dates in the United States in 1997. I did very seriously consider including Japan in that too, especially if Japan was the first place the game came out, which it usually was. Um, 
And in many cases, like Final Fantasy VII came out in Japan and the U.S. in 1997. But um, it was just it was going to get too complicated. Uh, and so I think we all kind of agreed that it was I mean, at least for this time, we can, you know, we can always change the rules next time. But I think I think this is the best way to go forward. Um, but yes. yes My yes, picks yes. would have changed for sure. Oh, same. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same. Um, okay, all so, right. so where do we land on Final Fantasy? It doesn't a, doesn't count as a PC. Correct, but it, it, a, correct. It, but yeah, but it does. Yeah, yeah. the game came out in 1997 for a particular console. You cannot pick it for a different console if it did not come out that year. Makes sense. I yeah. like that rule. Yeah. Yes. Clean. Yes. I mean, we'll 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 go through. Like, I, I mean, I don't think. I mean, no one's going to try to like cheat the system or anything like that. I mean, you, we, there's there's ways to you know. It's probably something I haven't thought of, but that doesn't mean that it's illegal. <laughs> So, but I tried to safeguard this. Um, but yeah, all right, Dave, as soon as you're ready. All right. Well, I was very happy to go first. I am <laughs> not going to pick Final Fantasy VII. Um, my first pick is oh, for no. the N64. Oh, thank God. And I'm going with Mario Kart 64. Ooh. Okay. I did, um, I did want that one, but yep, yeah. I had a feeling it wouldn't make it to me. Yep. I mean, it's the game I played the most out of any of the N64 games. I still play it to this day. Now that it's like on the Switch, I played every Mario Kart after this one. I just love the franchise so much. I even go, there's an arcade by where I live that's got the Mario Kart arcade game. And I just go there to play that. Like, I love it so much. And... Yeah, like I know all the tricks and the secrets of like the secret shortcuts, like the jumping in the Rainbow Road and the Wario Stadium. I mean, oh, I can't say enough good things about this game. I just love it too much. And I needed great I pick. needed it on my list. I would have killed you guys to get this. <laughs> Fortunately, we don't live by each other. No one can kill Jason either. He's in Japan. Yeah, come exactly. and get me. Yeah, come and get me. Actually, I will be. I will James, be you and I could, you and I could kill each other. That's true. We live pretty close. Yeah, yeah you yeah. guys could live. I mean, and I'm just north of you guys. Like, That's true. You're not that far away. away. Yeah. We could all kill each other. Well, yeah. speaking wow, this of is, this draft is going great. We're talking about murder on the first uh, first pick. Speaking of that, we'll see. There might be one depending on what Aaron picks. Ah, uh, finally, yes, I get my pick. PlayStation One. Mega Man X4. Oh, Ooh, that so that this is one that you I, I had a feeling you were gonna take this, but I did not think you were gonna take it first. Um, I absolutely love the game Mega Man X4. I picked it up at Best Buy because it was twenty dollars or something. I picked it up because it was cheap, and I went home and I was blown away because I thought the super cheesy anime cutscenes and anime intro was really cool at the time. I loved Zero screaming, "What am I fighting for?" <laughs> Um, and I love that you could play as both X and Zero. I had not played Mega Man X, X2, or X3. Um, I played X a little bit, like at people's houses. But you have since. I Yeah, I have since. I've gone back and played them all. Um, but uh, I was used to Mega Man having played it on the NES as a kid. So I thought like, oh, this is Mega Man all grown up. It's on the PlayStation 1. And I would play it over and over as Mega Man, as Zero, finding all the secret items, everything. And I still, to this day, that's why I bought the Mega Man X uh, Legacy Collection, um, just to play that game again. So I love it. It's amazing. 
Excellent. Incredible. Yeah. You're picking yeah, you're picking nice. with your heart. I love it. Oh yeah. <laughs> what Jason? This is probably around the time when I was probably playing X and like digging into that at this point. Yeah. So we were on During similar trajectories. Yeah. 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 Well, all right. Finally, I can I can take this worry free <laughs> with my first pick, the only one that I would have killed for. I will be taking in the PS1 category Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Ah, oh, that was on my list. Probably my <laughs> first or my probably my second favorite game of all time. Um, and just I, you know, <clears throat> this this and like Hollow Knight stand alone as the best Metroidvanias of, of all time. Uh, I would put this one a little bit higher, maybe for nostalgia even though I, the mechanics of, of Hollow Knight are unmatched. Um, this will just always hold such a special place in my video game history, even though, again, I did not play this right when it came out. Um, but, man, like, it, I remember, I do remember playing it and kind of, like, scoffing at it, it's like, at first, because, I, you know, I mean, when Nintendo 64 came out, was one of you guys were saying like about still playing Super Nintendo games, right? Like mm-hmm. it's not like you know the Switch to 3D was like, oh man, 2D sucks now. I mean, still playing Game Boy games, Game Boy Color come out and then Game Boy Advance mm-hmm. and all that. But like it, there was a time where like 3D, if it wasn't in 3D, I was like, hmm, not that I didn't want to play it, just I prioritized playing 3D games. And then when like the Castlevania for Game Boy Advance came out, that was like the gateway drug into Castlevania for me. <laughs> And then this was part of that. This was, I'm like, oh my God, like this game came out like in 97. I could not believe that like it was just heads and tails better than like most of the other games I played at the time. Symphony of the Night is actually illegal in eight states for being a gateway game. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> what, it, what else is it a gateway to? I mean, if it was like a gateway to like Bubsy 3D, which also came out in 1997. <laughs> Uh, um, spoiler, hopefully no one's going to be taking that, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, yeah. Won't we? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's that. So Jason, you've got back to back picks. Back to back picks. I was going to let you have that one anyway. Oh, you were. Oh, You're, so yeah. You're so what kind. You're so kind. Thank you. <laughs> but if you didn't take it, I was going to take probably that and something else. So, um, yeah, so I I'm gonna have to do it. I'm gonna have to go with Final Fantasy VII as my first pick. Uh, that is the first game that I probably played for 150 hours. Mm-hmm. Probably the first game that that I went past the hundred hour mark. Let, I mean, I, I was playing on the PC, right? So this is I I still remember getting Final Fantasy VII. I, I'm sure I had played it at a friend's house and seen it was kind of wowed by kind of interested intrigued by it not seeing very much of it and then i i remember seeing it like at a toy store in like the bargain bin pc like ten dollars very easy to convince mom and dad like oh can i get this it's ten dollars okay fine here you go and there was you know the next 120 hours of my life admittedly not the best game in the final fantasy franchise but uh, the reason that there are still Final Fantasy games today, undoubtedly, yeah, the, the commercial success mm-hmm. that it was, uh, <clears throat> the the way that it transformed the series into 3D, much like Mario 64 brought the Mario series into 3D, much like Ocarina of Time brought 
the Zelda series into 3D. Uh, it's a, a pivotal game. And there's, you know, I've, I've still got to share with you guys this, whenever I finish it, the, uh, oh, the yeah. essay that your podcast inspired. I never, I, I, never, I haven't <clears throat> finished writing it yet, but. Uh, did, Aaron, gotta, did I tell you about this? Uh, you may have, but refresh my memory. It was inspired by sure. your, you, well, I mean, I guess we both did it, but I'm sorry. I'm, guys, I was about to throw you, you under the bus. We both did it. The, the way you guys were talking about the graphics and, and how dated it was, I, I, it Oof. inspired me to, to think a bit critically about what the graphics were doing at that time. Uh, so you can just look forward to uh, when I when I finally finish that up, I'll share Specifically it the character models, uh, mainly yeah, the character the, models. The, yeah. the character models, the world models, the interaction between them. I, I yeah. think there's okay. something really sophisticated that goes on there. Uh, hmm. And we'll save that for another time because I could, you know, talk about that for an hour. <laughs> so, so, so to clarify, you're taking Final Fantasy VII in the PS1 category because we were talking PS1 category yeah. because it's not allowed on the PC. Correct. But I would, I mean, I would take that in the PS1, and, and I didn't yeah. have a PS1. I never had a PS1, so uh, I wouldn't. My list, my PS1 list for this year, wouldn't oh, yeah. be that deep. And you can, so. I mean, yeah, none of us have to have actually played the game for the actual console uh, to take mm-hmm. it in that right. category. Right. Yeah. Right. All right, what's your uh, what's your second pick? Let's start round two off. Second pick, uh, we're going to the PC. We're going. This is Ooh. this is what I was sweating about because there is only one PC game I would want to pick, and it is Diablo. Ah, it. Damn it! It is Diablo. Uh, we're talking like my Dark Souls from my childhood, right? The the classic of classics, dungeon crawler, just completely mind blowing game. Mm from from start to finish uh especially you know playing it younger having not experienced as many games like that just uh i mean who doesn't remember getting to the butcher (laughs) i don't i've never played diablo (laughs) well yeah my uh you haven't played any no i i I watched my friend play a a lot of diablo 2 but I did never played it myself. I watched my brother play a lot of Diablo and I also watched them play a lot of um, Warcraft and Warcraft, the RTS, I instinctively somehow picked up. But Diablo, I tried playing and as a kid, I like couldn't wrap my head around it. It's really crunchy. I, I, I haven't I haven't tried playing it since, but the the speed with which you sometimes have to tap that button to refill your health, to use your health potions. Pretty intense. Nice. Um, but the I think the you know some of the some of the bosses absolutely iconic. But the moment when you realize you're just descending into like the basement of a church into catacombs, and then ultimately you just kind of like stumble into hell from there. Truly, like a a, a masterwork of progression mm. uh, and and mm. the changing of a world. So that I spent a long time with that game. Uh, one of the PC games that I you know actually beat back way back in the day whatever i i wasn't i guarantee i wasn't playing this in 1997 but probably yeah. <laughs> a few years later you're making uh, me really want to play it I, maybe i should pick up two for switch because yeah, everyone says diablo 2 is the best one right everyone says that actually well i had diablo 2 and then a friend's parent destroyed my discs after i lent it oh, to them uh... so i never actually got to play diablo 2 uh i have heard that it's, it's the best i i think the original i mean you you kind of have to get through hmm. the um it's older it's obviously dated but i i feel like yeah. there's just something so classic about it that yeah i really just love everything about it yeah. awesome mm-hmm. uh all right thank you 
These are these are great. We're doing we're having some great monologues about these. This is what, exactly what I was hoping for. So thank you for that. Um, all right. Well, I know I'm going Nintendo 64 and I am like between multiple games, but I think that I need to follow my heart and take the extremely dated but revolutionary GoldenEye 007. I knew you would. There we I go. knew you would. I was really, really I, I knew I was going to be struggling like i almost wanted someone to have taken it before me so i didn't have to make that decision but i it is the of all like not all of the nintendo 64 games that i had on my list but of most of them i it's actually the one i've played the least in the last like 20 years Mm. but it was the most after mario kart 64 it was the game i played the most back in like the nintendo 64 era I, i had to guess just like i sleepovers at friends houses eating too many like saltine crackers and pizza and drinking too much root beer and having fits about people screen looking and my friend Matt and I like just absolutely dominating everybody on complex and somehow like emotionally manipulating our friends to wanting to play us on our home turf on complex just because they wanted to be able to beat us (laughs) instead of just like insisting we play a different level and then they we would they would never win um that's when you know you've arrived. I, yeah, right. I, I mean, I, I I love this game a lot. I I, I mean, it is dated. It's back on the Switch now. It's on. Mm-hmm. It's on Switch Online. I did follow like a YouTube video to to manipulate the control scheme specifically to like make this playable, and it actually worked decently well. I held off on playing it. I know Aaron and I are going to do an episode on it at some point, and so I'm going to wait to kind of play it so I can savor it for when we do an episode. Um, but I mean, yeah, I, I'm. What, what do you guys I, do? You guys have similar experiences with Goldeneye? Oh uh, yeah. Um, what what I was going to say, I forgot when it came back on the Switch. I forgot that it was a game where if you wanted to put in a code, you had to like input the in a certain way like up a down b and so i booted it up on the switch and all of a sudden there was nothing unlocked and i was like crap i want to have friends (laughs) over to play this so then you have to look up the switch like the codes and input them and i'm like boy this brings me back like just doing that alone was a was a deja vu (laughs) did you guys have specific rules in your group of friends about playing odd job because yeah. no one was allowed to be odd. Yeah, job. no, no, you can't be odd job. I mean, even I think even Natalia was a little short too, depending on who the other characters were. I could True, be right. I could be misremembering, but yeah, no, odd job was like the absolute no. And then obviously no one wanted to play Jaws because he was too tall. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say if someone was odd job and another person was Jaws, like Jaws would just get killed instantly <laughs> by odd yeah. job. Yeah. I do I do remember not liking automatic weapons. I mean, I went through a phase where I loved automatic weapons, but then I got into like this. I loved license to kill snipers or slappers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, slappers but then yeah, but then only. you slappers but, only slappers. But only. then you got to do the classic proximity mines in the cave. And someone had a really a particularly oh uh, shitty CRT. You're just like walking around and <laughs> blowing up and there's no way you're ever going to see the mines. It's great. I don't think we, oh. we didn't have any character restrictions but screen looking was a big thing stop oh, screen yeah. looking stop yeah. looking at where i'm at and it's like you can't i mean i i'm, I'm guilty of screen looking but i believe me, i tried as hard as i could not to um you know <laughs> it's I, I really would try because i became like very uh snobbish in that way but it sounds like we all did at one point or another 
Um, I just I I always loved when people tried to convince everyone yeah. like I'm not screen looking and it's like really how'd you <laughs> how'd you know I was in the toilet then how'd yeah you right. know? how did you know? <laughs> I can't help it, it it's out of the corner of my eye right it's like I I saw like a little yeah. like teal in the, in the corner of my eye I just I I'm sorry I knew that was the color of the door it's not my fault uh all right this so, makes you want to go play it right now on I know Monday. right I mean we could right. all play together yeah. So, All right, but man. let's not skip talking about the campaign was fantastic. It honestly. was fantastic. Like, yeah. One of the better yeah. first person shooter campaigns I think that's ever been created. And it's yeah. like I don't know if it still mm-hmm. holds up. I haven't played this in it, years. It has a it, it has the uh, the same problem that a lot of early first person shooters have. I mean, it was definitely an evolution of yeah. the likes of like Quake and Doom and Wolfenstein, mm-hmm. but you spent a lot of time walking back where you were over dead bodies to find a key card that you need like there's a lot of backtracking unless you manage to like luckily walk over everything you need there's a lot of annoying backtracking but i did Mm -hmm. i did uh actually i I lied earlier i I did replay this game like maybe about maybe seven years ago i replayed the campaign and it it was yeah you know it wasn't bad i'm making it sound like it was bad but it it it, but it was it really you can tell like it's still good you know yeah, yeah. You're right. I'm I'm glad you brought that up. Mm-hmm. Aaron. Your second All right. Um, I am going to do PC and I am going to do X Wing versus TIE Fighters. Ooh. Nice. Very nice. nice. Yeah. So we had X Wing versus TIE Fighter when I was a kid. And it was one of those games that my brothers would play and not let me play and tell me that I was too young and that I wouldn't understand it. So I had to secretly play when they weren't around. And I just remember I, you know, I grew up on Star Wars, love Star Wars. um, And just the feeling of being able to like fly around as an X-Wing was incredible. And the fact that you got to be a TIE fighter if you wanted to, you got to play as the Empire completely blew my young mind. And um, that's why I am drafting it as my PC pick. Excellent. Dave. You've got two picks in a row. I do. I'm very, I'm very happy. So I'm going to go with one of my wild card picks. Um, It's another N64 game. It's the one that I played the second most out of all of them. And it's Star Fox. Oh, I really thought Aaron was going to take this just to have it. I I thought he was going to do it. I thought he was going to do it. Um, on his last turn there, but I was like, I can go for it. I can pick it. So I'm going for it. It's certainly not going to be there later. Yeah. I was like, if I don't take it now, it's going to disappear. I I, would uh, not have taken uh, X-Wing versus TIE Fighter from you, Aaron. I'm not trying to make you be full of regret, but I I would not have taken it. But I I do love that you pick two games that are just like such, such you picks. Well, because too, like if if that got taken away even by chance it's like well that's like the only pc one i really want i mean i would take Fair. dark forces too for sure PC, but, yeah yeah i'm i love the but, i feel like the pc we all play a lot of us played very different games like i'm i'm gonna yeah. i'll mm-hmm. probably pick pc last because i do not think you guys are gonna take my games <laughs> but we'll see <laughs> so but anyway star fox 64 we all played it we all love it it's <clears throat> I, I don't know what else you can say about it. We all, I'll still quote sometimes like do a barrel roll and just, <laughs> it's iconic. I think you might it's... be the only one in the world who does that. What? No, <laughs> no just kidding. I'm kidding. 
<laughs> nice no. shooting, Fox. I'm kidding. You're good, but I'm better. <laughs> Andros' enemy is my enemy. <laughs> oh, boy. Get Time these guys off me. Oh, my God. The quips. Oh, it's so good. The one-liners. It's so good. That's a perfect so, so good. It's it's perfect. And the multiplayer, I loved when you could be just like one of the characters with a rocket launcher. I thought that was so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, my next pick, I'm going to go PC. And this one's going to be out there. But little me in 97, this is what I played the most on PC. And it was Lego Damn it! Ooh. Ah, damn it. All right. Oh. I guess I guess my picks weren't as safe as I thought. Um I'm oh. I'm not aware of Lego Island, Dave. Explain to the oh. people what is Lego Island. Yeah. Lego Island. Oh, <sighs> what can I say about it? Son it's, of a bitch. It's the it's the <laughs> second it's the second game that Lego released. And in my opinion, it's what started the whole Lego franchise that we know Amazing. today. Um, I mean, the characters, you got Pepper, Brickolini. Brickster. The Brickster who breaks out of jail with just the fumes of a pizza. It's, uh, wait, it's what? just crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, wait, oh, wait, yeah. wait, 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 so, wait, wait. This game is an excellent game. Jail with the fumes of a pizza. Just the, yes. the, the sentence that you just created blew my yeah. mind. Yeah. So basically Lego Island, mm. you're on Lego Island. You can pick one of how many characters are there? It's like six characters. You can play as like Pepper, his mom or dad. Oh, yeah. Two cops. I only ever played uh, as Pepper, actually. Five. Oh, I played as all of them. I played. That well, game actually, no, so I mean, I, I played this game so much. I must have. There's no way I would have just done that. But, but yeah, it's basically yeah. just a bunch of mini games where it's like there's the jet ski. There's the <clears> race car. There's delivering pizzas. It's I. It, that's basically what it is. And you can like build the car and build the jet ski. But you're not really building it because it's the pieces are already picked out for you. You just got to pick the colors, but it was still so much fun. And yeah, the open, story, it was like an open world game. It is. It, open it world. felt open yeah, world. I mean, back then it felt huge, but now it's. It like... felt so huge. And there's all the little secrets that you can click on, like the little cave with the treasure chest, where if you clicked it, a ghost and a cat came out of it. it oh my God. And they just flew around. Oh my God. I, my brother and I would play Lego Island so much and we would like alternate, like he would play for a little bit and then I would jump on right after him. But oh, it's, man. it's such a classic. It's the game I played the most on PC back then. And I, I had to pick it. I just had to pick it. Oh man. All right. Maybe my PC picks aren't safe. <laughs> I, I shouldn't have underestimated you guys. I, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I I, wanted, I did want this really bad, but I thought that I would get at least till the third or I could wait till the third or fourth round. So rats. Yeah, I, I thought that too, but I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to go for it because I feel like some of my picks are safe. So It wouldn't have made it back to you. I promise you that. Uh, but no, I mean, I, I guess I, I don't really, I, I'm, I'm bummed, but I don't really have regret because I wasn't going to take it over taking GoldenEye. So yeah, that's true. I would have picked GoldenEye that but yeah, yeah. Lego uh, Island. what's what's uh, okay so those out. are your those are your two okay yeah no lego yeah. island is great I, I i agree with you that it was like 
it like helped start the Lego like craze. And if there's infinitely you play the game so much and there's the same NPCs you encounter with the same like two lines that they have. Yeah. And like so I, yeah. I, it's, I'm like completely blanking on all of them. My brothers and I will send each other messages quoting that game. And <laughs> yeah, it's it's just great. And I remember like my brother, yeah. I think he he like rebuilt the main tower with the brick on it out of legos like oh we yeah yeah loved that game so much uh yeah i'm All happy right. with that pick very good pick aaron uh i get one right just one yeah just the just one. one um i uh, i guess i'll hmm this is interesting because nintendo 64 is slim pickings now but do i want to secure one of my other picks um you know what? I'm going to secure one of my wild cards. Uh, I'm securing Tetris Plus. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, explain. Game Boy. <laughs> um, well, if you've never heard of Tetris, it's a game <laughs> that was invented by a guy in Russia, and it involves falling blocks. And if you line up all of the blocks, the line disappears and you keep going. Is that I th- good? I thought the plus maybe meant like it was a special kind. I've never played it. No, I <laughs> just, I, uh, you know, I honestly off the top of my head don't know what makes it plus. I just know what what console and, was it for? Uh Game Boy. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go with Tetris Plus. Um, it's Tetris. I mean, come on, you can't go wrong. In yeah. 1997, you know, Tetris right. is king. Well, because it fell to me, I am going to take wait. Hang on, let me just triple check because I don't want to embarrass myself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to embarrass. Oh yeah, I will be taking Diddy Kong Racing in my. Oh, you know, I was I thinking about it. that, but God, does that game? Is it not good? It's really good, <laughs> even even though it's racist. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're you were either a Diddy Kong kid or a Mario Kart kid. I was a Mario Kart kid. My cousins were weird Diddy Kong kids, and I couldn't handle it. I was both, man. Like I, the I fact the both. fact that it had a campaign, I was like, what was uh, Mario yeah. Kart sixty four thinking? This is excellent. I love. It had a game. world. Yeah, forget the camp. Yeah. It had a, a whole world. You could drive around outside of a outside of the matches. It's incredible. Re- remember, That's- like unlocking Ooh. the space zone for the first time, like crazy, <laughs> crazy. Well, yeah. Well, and the fact you can do races where it's like some can be in airplanes, some in the carts, some on the hovercraft. Which why would you pick the hovercraft? You want the airplane <laughs> or the cart? Yeah. But oh, so good. And it was a it was a hard game. But like yes. hard, like not ch- like cheap hard. Like I, I you lose to Whizpig mm-hmm. a mi- million. I mean, the amount of times yeah. that I lost to that damn dinosaur race, racing it up the hill. I mean, all of those boss battles, I wanted to. I probably broke a controller. Oh man, have you ever watched the speed run of Diddy Kong Racing? They're no. Incredible. Oh, I need to do that. <laughs> oh, if, I do that. If tonight. you uh, the minute you find out that you can instead of racing the dragon, you skip out of bounds and you beat him in about thirty seconds. <sighs> it's worth what? just watch it. It's amazing. I had no idea. The out of bounds tricks are incredible. You're like out of the course <clears> and you just kind of like go around in the inside a couple times and then you're done. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, with the wow. especially with the plane, I think the plane is one of the main things. Really, check it out; <laughs> worth watching. <laughs> I might just do that. I mean, all right, I will all right. do that. Um, all right, Jason, you got two more in a row. That was my pick uh, uh, because I love I love Diddy Kong, but I have 
you know, N64 was deep this year. So I have I have my N64 picks and I'm going to use both oh. of these on my N64 Ooh. picks. Ooh. Um this uh my first one is going to be uh just a, a classic one of the first N64 games I think I played. Uh Bomberman 64. Nice. That was on my list. Oh. Bomberman 64. It is so zany and you go from, you know, classic bomberman which i never i never played the older versions of bomberman honestly but i i was familiar with what it was right kind of multiplayer you put the bombs you try not to die in a square and then this game has got like planets it's got missions you have to do things in a very like time constricted way uh really like deep gameplay it's kind of clunky i definitely remember being clunky and like you have to do these things in 3D that it's not quite smoothly designed to do. So a lot of trial and error, but just just a fun game overall. And like weird characters based on the names of stars. Uh, hmm. I learned consequently like that Vega and Altair were stars in different constellations when you look up at the sky because those are the names of some of the, the oh. like, enemy characters. Hmm. Uh, really intriguing. Uh, and a amazing soundtrack i've got this one on vinyl of course a fantastic little bootleg record that i picked up uh i gotta go back and try this game again i've got it i just i haven't played it in ages you could honestly like you could pick it up and then you could try it out and just you i feel like you'll either have the experience of oh this is cool or this is cool and i there's no way i'm gonna play through this whole game because i feel like if i went Mm -hmm. back and replayed it i might be kind of in that camp um I, w- I mean, I, w- I want to experience it. I mean, I'll, I'll either watch it on YouTube or or I'll I'll play it. Yeah, so I want to be one fun. of those types. I, j- I just remember <laughs> the multiplayer being so much fun. And with a lot of these... Oh, it N64- is. Yeah, it is for sure, yeah. Yeah, with a lot of these N64 games, what was crazy is it's the first time you could play these multiplayer games with four people. Before, it was just like only two-player multiplayer. <clears throat> yeah. So, that it, this one was a really fun one. It was on my list. I was going to take it as my other wild card if it made it back, but mm. now it's not. What other N64 game are you, you taking from all of us? Number four. I don't know if it's going to be on your guys' list. Uh, pick four, Blast Core. Nice. It, uh, it, it was on my uh, long list. Your long mm. list. Yeah. Yeah. So, Blast Core, are, are any of. I, I did. You sound like you've played I did. It, I but... did play it. Yeah, I'd never heard of it. It's a. It's an underrated it is, rareware yeah, classic. Yeah, it is a. It is rareware. a gem from rare. Yeah, rare. Um, <laughs> the premise is there's like a truck that's carrying a nuclear payload, and it's got to get to the destination. But there's like for some reason all this shit in the way. It's like buildings <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> And so you're on the blast core because you have to blast stuff so that the world doesn't explode. Doesn't uh, seem like and... the most efficient way to deal with that problem, but I'm happy to <laughs> oh, give and, it a try. and the the thing that's definitely not efficient is the vehicles that you are using to destroy stuff. There's one that's like you can only drift, like slide, drift, and destroy buildings by drifting into them with a <laughs> with a car that like drifts. So there's there's different vehicles. Different levels have different vehicles um there's like uh there's a truck that like pushes out to the side and you can like destroy buildings that are on the left and right of the car there's a a tricycle bulldozer there's a tricycle yeah there's there's a giant robot 
for some reason that just like blows stuff up. There's like yeah. there's also a robot that you like fly up with a jetpack and then stomp the buildings. It's just fantastic. It's fun. Every it definitely holds up. It really Still is. Just, fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everything about it is fun. Uh and you're saving the world by destroying buildings. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's pick number four. Excellent. Very good. Nice. Um all right. Uh this is this is tough for me. I I was between two other PC games. I mean, if I didn't get Lego Island, I was between two others. And I, I think I have to go with one that because I just realized now I think I might not have ever played the other one. I played the franchise and other games in it, but I don't think I actually played this entry. So instead, I'm going to go with Riven, the sequel to Mist. Mm. And I'm not just Good saying luck. that out loud. It is literally, I think, on the box, Riven the sequel to mist yeah it um does. It, does say that. it was a little like slim pickings for for pc for me because i i was not a i wasn't a diablo guy i mean i uh, I, so, I i did consider strategically picking diablo if it fell to me which i didn't think it was going to because i assumed that jason or aaron or i didn't know everyone would take it but jason um and i like i don't know i i, I loved mist a lot i mean that would have been a no-brainer early pick if that was this year uh, i liked riven a lot it was i played it you super young i played it like right when it came out and it is such a hard game like i was not prepared for the level of like difficult puzzles but man did that game look beautiful i would just walk around the world point and click world it's just, it's just it looks stunning i think it's getting remade um which i'm actually kind of excited about even though i i thought it was just a little bit convoluted relative to mist wasn't like an easy game by any means but i think that they blew it out big time and if and that was to good and bad effect so i would say this is probably i i there weren't really any other there were a couple other pc games that i played but i just couldn't really i think this is the one i liked the most and or that i played the most and so i'm not like I don't, I'm not going to like go to bat 100% for this game. I still enjoyed and I didn't had some good memories. And so uh, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with it. Aaron. All right. <laughs> um, I am going to do another wild card and I'm going to do Kirby's dreamland three. Nice. Oh. Yeah. So I did not play this game when it came out. Um, interesting fact, as I just looked up to make sure this came out in North America before it came out in Japan. Just kind of interesting. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm, um, but I had played Kirby games before. Uh, played Kirby on the NES. Uh, played Kirby on Game Boy. So I had a history with Kirby. I like Kirby. And I have played this game since. And it's delightful and magical and whimsical. And coming out so late in the SNES uh, lifespan, the graphics are super amazing, cartoony. Um, and yeah, it's just a really solid, fun Kirby game. Nice. Yeah. So that is my right. second wildcard pick. All right, Dave, uh, you get to finish your team off for the first time of all I of us. So let's finish it off. Do it. Okay. So my first, I mean, I didn't play much of the PS1 in 97, um, but my next pick is one that I played later on, and it's just a wild game. Um, it's Parappa the Rapper. Nice. Oh, nice. good call. It's Very just, good call. 
It's, I remember playing it when I was a kid and I sucked at it. I suck <laughs> at rhythm games in general. Like I do DDR, like all those games. I'm horrible at them, but it's fun. It's wild. I mean, you, you're, you just hit the, you got to hit the buttons in the right order and you're trying to pay attention to what the hell's going on in the background. And it's just wild. That's all I can say. And it fits my taste level because I love things that are just so bizarre and sometimes wrong that they're right. And this is just one of those games. I, yeah, it's just fun. It's just a fun pick. But nice. so that's my PS1 pick. Um, for my other wild card, I've been debating here as you guys have been talking which one of these I would pick. Um, but I think I'm going to go with for pc i mean this is my wild card pick but i'm going with the original fallout game oh no, nice nice yeah nice, nice. yeah um to be tell fair, us about I it i never i never played it what's the what's so, the experience like so i didn't get into it until after i got into the fallout series in fallout 3 so i assumed yeah. i was like oh are the original games like fallout 3 and new vegas and then I found out they're not they're not like it. They're not in the third person. It's still very similar where you're in a wasteland. It's an RPG. Like you go mm. around, you gather items, you complete missions, you point and click and you shoot the enemies. But it's all done from more of a top down perspective. And I mean, yeah, nowadays, if you look through the Fallout franchise, I still say the games later on are superior, but I just have to recognize the original because yeah. without the original, we wouldn't have like the ones that came farther down the line. It's still a good game. I I played it a few, like, oh gosh, I almost said a few years ago, but it was probably maybe... <laughs> I, I don't even remember anymore. I time time doesn't matter to me anymore. Right? <laughs> um, well, that's the same for all of us with the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was. It's just fun. It's fun. Nice. Graphically, it's kind of like World of Warcraft, or not World of Warcraft, like Warcraft or like Age of Empires. Age of Empires. Right? I was. Gonna yeah. Say, yeah. 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 I was trying to. I, I was trying say. to picture it because I I I remember attempting to play it briefly but i didn't like have the time at the at that point so yeah. i had a have like a vague recollection of of starting off but yeah. that sort of like graphical experience yeah that's exactly what the graphics look like age of empires so which was which was going to be my other pick but i'm sticking with fallout Wait, so. Age of Empires came out in 97? It did, it yeah. Did. No, yeah, it did. shoot. Yeah. Well, you picked yeah. Riven, my friend. Oh wait, <laughs> wait. Was it was it was it was it Age of Empires two or one? No, it was one. Oh, uh, then I then I, I wouldn't have gone back and picked that. I I would have only like I feel I feel like I even though it's literally in the title, I wasn't scanning the lists that I was researching for Age of Empires one. I was scanning it for two, and because I didn't see that two, I was like, oh, all right. No, yeah, I I I couldn't have picked Age of Empires because I didn't play it. I only played two. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. All right. Aaron, what's your N64 pick? Um, not my top pick. Top pick would have been uh Star Fox. Uh, mm -hmm. but I'm gonna go Turok. Nice. 
Nice. Yeah, rock. That's and it came out in 97? It did. Yeah. 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 I um I, I never one. owned this, but this is definitely a game I rented and played at people's houses. And I remember thinking <clears throat> the idea of Goldeneye plus dinosaurs has like irresistible appeal. It's like, especially if you're a nine-year-old boy, how could you just not explode hearing that idea? <laughs> <laughs> um like just with excitement. Uh the actual game is pretty clunky um and it's nowhere near as good as Goldeneye. Uh but it's at least interesting in that it's a first person shooter with dinosaurs in that era. So uh I'm happy to add it to our team. Did you uh pick it back up for Switch for like 4 bucks or whatever when it came out? I did. And oh, I made man. it through the first level and I was like, no. <laughs> not yeah, going to happen. I, I didn't. I briefly considered like looking at some of these games, like trailers and stuff for it, just to get a sense, and I didn't even bother with Turok. Yeah. Oh. I remember it being weirdly sparse. Is it like weirdly it sparse? It's also, super there's, sparse. There's like not a lot of enemies. It's just like a kind of weirdly empty jungle. I don't know if you guys and ever played Turok dinosaurs. for Game Boy or Game Boy Color, but the Turok and Turok <laughs> 2 games for Game Boy and Game Boy Color were actually pretty damn fun. Oh, well, cool. the reason no, that was right. sparse is because clearly they didn't have the like power for it. Because I remember as a kid being like, "Oh, this is so cool! The jungle's so full of fog, yeah, you can't see anything." <laughs> and then <laughs> now, as an adult, realizing it's just the draw distance was horrific. Reminds me of South Park. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. When I get that feeling, <laughs> Jason, I gotta I'm going to make sure that you're a guest on the episode with South Park. Where that's an option. I'll be, a, I'll be a guest, but all I'm going to do is interrupt you and go, ooh, <laughs> and I get that feeling I gotta say. <laughs> when did oh. that come out? I think, I think the next year, uh, or maybe, the, I don't know, whenever we do 1998, that's going to be a crazy oh, year. That's going to be a bloodbath. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So many yeah, good games came out that year. All right. Um, I am. I'm really. I have three games that I would absolutely love to pick for like sentimental reasons. They're not like incredible games. Mm. Well, so this is this is motivating me. After we're done, after Jason picks his final pick, let's talk about honorable mentions that none of us picked that we might have had. Because I I need to mm. shout out whatever the two that I don't go with. I need to shout them out. Um, yeah. And it, ah, man, this is really hard. Um, I am just going to have to pick the one that is closest to like the, what I love as opposed to maybe the one that I have the most like kind of like sentimental or just, I don't know, like goofy, silly attachment to. I'm going to go with Donkey Kong Land 3 for Game Boy. Oh, I had that on my list too. Oh. Um, Not as, I, I mean, I, I played this one before I played and this was for, the, for, for, um, because Donkey Kong Land 2 came out for Game Boy, and I played Land 2 and 3 and 1 before I played Donkey Kong Country Country 2 or Country 3. Well, maybe around the same time I played Country 2. But um, not as good as Country 3, but like for a, someone who didn't have a Super Nintendo until later, uh, this was great. I loved it. Uh, obviously, the Super Nintendo one's better. But I played the shit out of this game, um, as I did. I just played the shit out of all the Donkey Kong things I could find in my life, except Jungle Beat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, never really got into jungle beat um but yeah I, I mean it's just a it's a it's a blast it's a really fun game um so yeah i'll kick it off to jason to finish this up all right so my final wild card i don't think i would be able to go through this without 
ending on a Super Nintendo game because Super Nintendo for me, that's what I was playing <clears throat> and games at this point were still coming out. So I'm going to go with something that I knew from the beginning no one's going to pick, Lost Vikings 2. Oh, okay. Oh. Is, this, is this a virtual console game? I don't know if it's on the virtual console. Um, I've been looking actually for a cartridge of this because I never actually owned the cartridge of this one. I love Lost Vikings 1. I played a little bit of mm-hmm. Lost Vikings 2, like emulator after the fact. Um, and mostly I'm picking 2 because I loved 1 so much. But I mean, the basic idea is like aliens have come and have stolen the... I, I'm pretty sure they've stolen like the women of the tribe from the, <laughs> from the Vikings. <laughs> and so... That or they just get beamed into space. I don't remember which one it is, but they get like beamed into space. I love and it. You've got Vikings who are on a spaceship, and it's kind of like a puzzle platformer. So the three different Vikings do three different things. They have different capabilities in terms of movement and what they can do. And you have to move them through the level, and you switch between them to unlock doors and get through. Uh, super fun gameplay, really zany and out there, but I think it really showcases the range that the, the Super Nintendo hit as far as just crazy games that you wouldn't expect and that are great and have staying power. Man, you're like five for five. Well, three for three and explaining games I haven't played and making me want to play that. Well, two for two. I got to replay Bomberman 64. You made me want to like, at least try it again. Check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's, let's go through some honorable mentions. And after we do the honorable mentions, we'll go through, or actually before we do that, everyone, I don't know if you guys have the document open. Let's just each of us take turns and go through our picks just to name our entire team. Um, for anyone who's listening, who might've lost track. Um, I, I'll, I'll go first. Uh, so I, in Nintendo 64, I took Goldeneye 007 for PlayStation one. I took Castlevania symphony of the night for PC. I took ribbon, the sequel to mist for wildcard. I took Diddy Kong racing and Donkey Kong Land 3. So I took three rare games. <laughs> Those aren't bad choices, though. They're all, all I'm I'm thrilled yeah. with. If I could have had Lego Island also, I would have been ah. like, I won the draft. <laughs> but I guess the whole point is we should all feel like we won the draft. Uh, who wants uh, to go, go next? next? Yeah, so Team Aaron on Nintendo 64, we have Turok. I would have loved to have Star Fox, but what are you going to do? Uh, PS1, we have my love, Mega Man X4. On PC, we have X-Wing versus TIE Fighter. And for wild cards, we got Tetris Plus and Kirby's Dreamland 3 for the SNES. Nice. I'll go next. Um, for Team Dave, for my N64, I went with Mario Kart 64, uh, PS1, Parappa the Rapper, PC, Lego Island, and my wild cards were Star Fox 64 and Fallout. Just nice rounding it out, I had uh, on the N64, Bomberman 64. PS1 was Final Fantasy 7. PC, Diablo. Wildcard 1 on the N64 is Blast Core. And Wildcard 2, going back to the Super Nintendo, Lost Vikings 2. Excellent. Well, that was incredible. This is everything Fantastic. I could have hoped for. This is a blast. All right, let's... <laughs> Uh, the two the two games the two main honorable mentions that i wanted to bring up that i like they're not i wouldn't say they're like in uh, great games but uh i played a lot of chameleon twist 
Yes. And, oh, I remember Chameleon. Twist. And twist? Croc, Legend of Gobos. Gobos. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember I, Chameleon Twist for sure. I was really struggling. I wanted to pick those two. And I did. It was essentially like if I somehow lost, if I lost Star Fox 64, Mario Kart 64, Diddy Kong Racing, and Goldeneye, I would have taken Chameleon Twist. <laughs> I should have done Chameleon Twist instead of Turok. I just didn't realize. Would you like to? Yeah. Is I'll that be, against the rules? Switch it out. <laughs> I'll take Chameleon right. Twist. In the, in the only right. time we will ever do this, Aaron is switching Turok yes. for Chameleon Twist. Ah. That's a good switch. I, it's a, I it's a good, it's thing, a good yeah. switch. Uh, we will, we should, I mean, are you sure you don't want Mortal Kombat Mythologies Sub-Zero? No, I'm good. Okay. I don't think, I've, I've never played Chameleon Twist. What is it? It's like the shortest, like, I wouldn't say easiest, but it's a very, very short game. Uh, it's like a beginner's platformer. platformer. Yeah, and you like are plays this chameleon. Your tongue can like gather up enemies and suck them up and like shoot them out. But you also use your tongue to grab onto like wood poles and use them to like spin around to go on other platforms and traverse what, like pits. What, Zany. what console was it on? Because I'm just when Nintendo sixty four and sixty four. Really? Yeah. yeah. That just makes me think of Yoshi. No. I mean, he this game, look this like game's Yoshi. better than Yoshi, than Yoshi's story, I'll say. Which I also think. came I, out I in 97. Yeah. 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 Well, for Ju- and um, Yoshi's story, wasn't Yoshi's story just Japan? I, I consider, I think I had it on like a list and then I got rid of it. But um, I guess the other, the other two that I would be worth shouting out would be NFL Blitz for Nintendo 64. Oh, did uh, that come out in 97? That's classic. I, I That's think great. so. Uh, and then uh, did did Crash Bandicoot 2 come out that year? It did. Yes, it did. I, it I it wasn't did. like a yeah. huge Crash fan, um, but I didn't really play them until like the pandemic. And I think Crash Bandicoot 2 is by far the best of the three for PlayStation, mm. for the original PlayStation. Um, yeah. How about you guys? Any other any honorable mentions? Um, earlier we were talking in jest about Tamagotchis. Um, I think you're about to say Bubsy 3D. I was no, like, no, way. no, don't <laughs> do it. 3D. There is a Game Boy Tamagotchi <laughs> game. That one I did not have, but I did have a real Tamagotchi that I loved. The other game that I did have, which did not come out this year, it came out in 1999, was a game called Cats with a Z. Oh, yeah. There's also a game called Dogs with a Z. And it was basically like a Tamagotchi on your Game Boy, but with a cat or a dog. And I loved those so (laughs) much. They're so cute. I love them. So I would have taken, if someone had picked Tetris as a handheld, I would have taken Tamagotchi for sure. Nice. The, uh, the y'all games... play... Oh, go ahead, Dave. Sorry. Oh, no. No, I was just going to say one of the games I had on my honorable mention was Rampage World Tour. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. that's I was fun. thinking about adding that. Yeah. Yeah. That one. was going to be a wild card. But um, yeah, that was just a really fun, goofy one. Just bashing the buildings, taking people out, like, like beating them. the eating them and drinking the nuclear waste like it was just it was just fun for like a little kid to just play i mean what more could you ask for? and it taught you all about drinking nuclear waste yeah. exactly yeah. and how we do all do people. it right yeah yeah we yeah. all do that nowadays yes yeah, yeah. jason yeah, absolutely uh the the one n64 game i had kind of as a backup that we didn't it didn't fall to was uh, snowboard kids <laughs> 
Oh, okay. Believe uh, me, I would have taken it if that came out in the U.S. for Nintendo oh, did, 64. It no, it didn't. Oh, okay. Oh my so, gosh, I would have, I would have considered taking that over Goldeneye. <laughs> I love Snowboard Kids. I Snowboard Kids. Snowboard Kids. I never played Snowboard Kids. Give me the rundown. Why is this worth taking? It's so cute. It's a, like a it's Atlas. A super yeah, cute. Yeah, talk about it, Jason. <laughs> uh, there's really not much to it. It's a snowboarding game. It's super cute. You choose between like one of was it five or six kids? How many? How many characters were there? Was it like four? Uh, I think it was just four. Maybe, yeah, five, they, maybe five. They, oh, I'm forgetting remember, the one who's like a chubby kid. I remember seeing the box for this all the time. Yeah, they have huge oh, noses. Six, six yeah. playable characters slash Nancy, Jam, Linda, Tommy, and Shino Bean. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah. This game that was last, amazing. I don't remember him. Yeah, yeah it was fantastic. When just we like did fun it... all around multiplayer. Yeah. Joy. It's just joyous. Um, yeah. And it, yeah, it good like it, good snowboard mechanics for the Nintendo 64 era. I mean, it yeah, when we do uh, the year 1998, that's going to be one hell of a year, as we've said. I, I this yeah. is like a serious like a uh, once like Ocarina of Times off the board. Do I do I pick <laughs> and Banjo Kazooie? No. Do I pick snowboard, snowboard kids? kids. <laughs> I I love well, snowboard kids. Well, uh, uh, when you mentioned Snowboard Kids, it suddenly made me remember another game that came out in 97. Did anyone else play Backyard Baseball? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. That would have been a solid PC pick for sure. Yep. Backyard I, Baseball was a great. I almost wanted that, but Lego Island was just too good to pass up. But yeah, I haven't Backyard even played baseball. I haven't even played Lego Island and it sounds amazing and you're making me want to play it. Aaron, you got to play it. Just, you can probably emulate you, play you can probably it. play it for free on a browser. <laughs> yes. Probably. Yeah. It's like the simplest game. And I hope that you're like incredible, either incredibly like in awe of it or you're disgusted and you just text me and Dave and you're just like, why? What, what are you guys what talking are you about? Thinking? So yeah. I'm going to also bring up two games that I considered you like two games. I really like that. I considered using the category, like the, the, the console release uh, to pick it as a way of picking it outside of the year that I consider it to be the release year. One of them is oh. quake. Quake came out for the Mac in 1997. Uh, uh, but I didn't want to do that. And I'm not saying that no one can do that ever. I'm just, this is my, my personal. And the big one was Resident Evil. The original Resident Evil came out for Windows yeah, in 97. Yeah, yeah, I but I could, yeah. I, I did not want to take it outside of PlayStation. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. The, I had, I had two near misses. So when we decided that we weren't going to include Japan, uh, my N64 pick could have been Mystical Ninja starring Goebon. Oh, no. yes. That, <laughs> that came out like in, I think in North America, it was like January of 98 or something. It was, it was released in Japan, I think in 97. Okay. Um, and like just missed the cutoff. And I was like, that, oh, that would have been my pick. So zany, so fun. And then, Kirby's Superstar came out just at the tail end of 96. Oh, yeah. And that's one of my all-time oh. favorite Super Nintendo games. I played so that game so much. And that would have been easily probably one of the ones I would have taken sooner uh, if mm. that was on the list. Yeah. 
I, well, this is this, I mean, I have had so much fun doing this with you guys and I am just like, can't, I just want to get through all the years, but we, Aaron and I are going to have to try to space these out and not do this like in like insanely often, or we can, or we'll just do 20 episodes in a row of just from now until, you know, I'm going to do every year, like start at AD one and be like, yeah, this is where the uh, stick was invented. Yeah. The hard, yeah. the hard question is probably to something to talk about offline is like, do we just, do we do 98 next or do we just jump and do like the, to me, the year I was thinking about doing next for this and some inside baseball here, I guess doing like the year uh, 2002. Oh, was it? Yeah. I was going to say 2001 or 2002 is really good. Yeah. Um, 98 that's a good one that that we're gonna i think we're gonna have to have more than two guests on for that because there are so many games and we want to make it we want to make it like really competitive i think five of us drafting Mm -hmm. so but yeah aaron and i'll talk about it we'll figure out uh what year we want to do next um my vote would be for jumping around yeah jumping around gives you more variety you're talking about different things different different styles And, and i think that as you jump around like there, more recent years are less interesting to me, even though there's so many good games that I've played in recent years. Like with the exception of like 2017, I feel like there's mm. I'm not that interested in any of the last 10 years. No, uh, neither am I. Once we get into that <laughs> game, did, did two PlayStation other era, Elden Ring come out last year? I think just Elden Ring was the only game that came out in 2022. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I mean, that's the only game I I played. That's not true. <laughs> But all right. Well, thank you both again so so yeah, much. Thank you guys. Uh, this this yeah. was this was uh, a blast. Um, and as always, and we like to sign off by not having one. We don't have a sign off. So yep, yep. Nice. <laughs> Obligatory Grinch reference. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's it. Yep. Says it all. Betty, hi. <laughs>